you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And D. Youngblood. Yes. And our brother Richard are on tap <laughs> to help us help us navigate the show today. And yes. uh, I, I want to continue with an eye on schools, and we'll always be doing this, um, checking in on schools and, and, of course, reading those headlines that pertain to um, how our kids – are impacted by the increasing wickedness in our culture and how that manifests itself in schools. And I know that sounds like a lot of heady kind of almost spiritual language, but we are talking about spiritual works that are happening in a realm that we can't see. And I know that that sounds um, just like a bit much for people to be able to process, but it is exactly what it is. It's a spiritual battle that's happening in a realm that we cannot see, but the effects of the battle are very real. Yeah. Like you, you see it. It's like the duck's feet moving underwater. You don't see that, but you see the duck moving, right? Mm. And so we have things happening in our culture that are to be directly attributed to um, demonic activity, spiritual activity. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a time where we were really uncomfortable with just outright describing things as demonic, like we were just, it made us seem kind of like, you know, church lady, you know? And so I think people really avoided doing that. But now we've just reached the point where one, there's just no other way to describe it. Mm. And two, they actually are presenting themselves as Satanists. So, so like when they start saying, here's who we are and here's what we're trying to do, you have to just say, okay, well, you're probably not making that up. Right. Believe them. Believe them. I mean, when when people tell you the hard, like unimaginable truth, yeah. um, probably probably you should go ahead and, and take their word uh, on that. But I, I came across this article and I thought this was really interesting because it's one thing to say that our school spaces have to be shared with um, all types of clubs. Right. That mm-hmm. all types of clubs must be given free access in the public school sphere where kids should be able to join various clubs. It's one thing to say that and to recognize that into this sort of open forum, the satanic temple has also found its way and is also sort of following the good news clubs all across this country. Mm. Like in in a literal sense, they are following the good news clubs. In fact, they have said on their website um, that they will go into schools where there are these good news clubs, where Mm -hmm. there's a Christian presence that is overt. That's where they want to be. So uh, we'll talk at the end of the program about some practical steps that parents need to take to be aware of what's going on. But I, but the, the focus today is not so much um, that the satanic clubs are popping up in schools all across the country. When we started talking about this a few years ago, it was like this wild, like what kind of, you know, Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness, that's, that's crazy. But um, the satanic temple 
has as as an official organization, as a religious organization that mm-hmm. is actually recognized by our government, mm-hmm. um, is asserting its right to be in the spaces where any other legitimate religious organization would be. And that includes schools. And so why do we need to be aware of that? Because they're saying one thing while doing another. But then there's a bigger picture today that I think is uh, exemplified in the situation that happened in a Rhode Island uh, school district that I think could be very telling of, of I guess, where we are in this country, but then also where we where we could go if we do nothing. So like if parents just retreat yeah. and do nothing, especially uh, those parents who say, well, my kids are going to be missionaries and those parents who say, well, I'm raising good, strong Christian kids. They they still need you to show up for them because they're right. still children. Yeah. Um. You know, if that's the position that you're taking, so so let's talk about what's going on. Here's the here's the uh, the story here. Christian Ministry is suing the Rhode Island School District, a Rhode Island school district, um, because it discriminated against this uh, this organization by not allowing it to have access to uh, meeting space. In the schools. Okay, so the the schools are supposed to allow the meeting space equal access for kids to have opportunities to be a part of Christian clubs or whatever other club they want to be a part of. And Mm -hmm. now that includes the Satanic Temple. However, this particular school district ignored the requests by the Good News Club for meeting space (laughs) while not ignoring the requests of every other club. Okay, so that's when because we love to have these conversations about like equal access and say, well, you know, this is America and it's a free country and, you know, we can't favor one religion over the other. And and, and all of that makes us sound good. And even Christians say it because it makes them sound like they really are just, you know, good Americans. And so we want to be. And and look, a statement of fact is a statement of fact. Right. Right. It's a statement of fact. But I think stating that fact and then retreating as if it's always honored and recognized in favor of the Christian or in the direction of the Christian, I think is just a little bit ignorant. And and I think it's 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 kind of, you know, just choosing to willingly mm-hmm. be aloof and yeah. disconnected from the facts that Christianity, as much as people would like to say that it is, and, and then Christians go into defending themselves, Christianity is not the favored religion right. of this country. Right. And, and, and I think every Christian is well within his or her right to begin pushing back on that if you have not already done so. Right. Like this whole idea of like, you know, Christianity is the favored religion and you can't keep enjoying all this. It's like, no, stop. Christianity is not the favored <laughs> religion of America. It just isn't. And and as soon as we can assert that and then point to A, B, C, D, X, Y, and Z all the way down, right, then we'll be better off because we won't continue to feel like we've got to defend ourselves. We can yeah. say, actually, no, we're not. We we are actually being pushed to the margins in ever-increasing ways with greater intensity. Um, and here's X, Y, and Z. So here's another story that would fall in the category of the X, Y, and Z. The Good News Club, a longtime elementary school ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship, has filed a lawsuit against a Rhode Island school district for prohibiting the student group from meeting on equal terms as secular clubs. The Christian legal advocacy organization Liberty Council filed the lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the District of Rhode Island to seek preliminary and permanent injunctions against the Providence Public School District and its superintendent, Dr. Javier Montanez, for nearly two years, for nearly two years, Mm -hmm. 
the district has blocked CEF Rhode Island from hosting its Good News Club meeting on district school facilities for two years. Intentional. The group intentional. Like it's, it's total. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that they are actively doing, you know, and they, they want it to be that way. And I think that's something that we have to. I want you to finish reading. But that's, that's, that's something as Christians. We have to realize that this stuff is not just all in our minds. Like, oh, exactly. you know, we're not paranoid. These things are happening. They're happening across the country, yep. you know. And I think when we get to the point where we're like, okay, this is where we are. Yes. Like, then we can deal with it. And we'll we can fight underst- better. We'll fight better. But we'll also understand what the words of Scripture say, that we yeah. will be hated. You oh, know, so we will yeah. be hated. And that these things that are happening, while we still are in a free country and we're able to to do some things Mm -hmm. i think we realize like wait but hold on you know our master said that these things would be so that's right and also reminded us i'm I'm reminded now as you're saying that they were not greater than him amen you know that that the things that the lord endured and the things that the lord suffered he suffered as an example for us showing us how to suffer showing us how to live for the glory of god yes and so i think that's so important to spot on is what you're saying um back to this article the group noted that other organizations such as boys and girls club boy Mm -hmm. scouts girl scouts ymca and girls on the run are given free use of school facilities for after school programs cef cef um good news club meets uh those clubs across the country meet once a week immediately after school and are led by trained and vetted local community volunteers. According to child evangelism fellowship, Mm -hmm. these clubs provide religious and other teaching activities um, to encourage learning, spiritual growth and services to others, teaching the kids how to serve their community. All Mm -hmm. right. Also social and emotional education. Now, why would a school mm. block that? Because we like SEL. Right, right. I thought that was something that we were pushing for, mm. right? It's only a certain type, though. Mm. It's only a certain type. There's a certain type of instruction that we can filter social and emotional learning through, and it's not Christian. It's not Christian. Mm. So here's the, the thing that really grabs me about this, is that the way that the school district limited the use of the facilities that this club had access to or had the right to have access to is simply by ignoring the request. Just, just didn't get back to them. Just Mm. did not respond to them. And so you think about that. That's a really, um, I don't even know if you would call that passive aggressive to me. That just seems aggressive. Like if after two years you're requesting a meeting space and you just don't hear back from administration and they're having these other clubs that are hosted on the same grounds and having the same meetings, I think that's very telling. It's, it's very aggressive, and it, it, it's not like, oh, we just uh, missed your email or missed your file, like because there's other groups that have been, uh, you know, placed there and given yes. space. Uh, this is on purpose, and you know, it's, and it's for the reason of they hate Christianity. So here's something that's really interesting. When we started, and I want to say maybe two or three years ago, um, and I lose track of time, but I, I feel like it was maybe two or three years ago, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit longer than that, the first story I saw about a satanic after-school club popping up and the flyers being handed out. Mm-hmm. And um, on this program, we may have still been doing the mor- morning show. I'm not sure. But we played some audio and some video of, you know, these these satanic temple uh school club directors and the way that they were encouraging kids to proselytize. And and they had, um, they had tracks 
that they designed for the kids to, to give out, to invite other kids to be a part of the satanic group. Now, what is what is interesting about this is that the satanic temple itself mm-hmm. says that it does not seek to proselytize. It says mm-hmm. even <laughs> while being <laughs> right, right recognized <laughs> as an actual religion, says that that's not at the core of what it what it seeks to do. Mm-hmm. So I found this clip and I want to play this clip. This was a clip from a local news station just last year in Moline, Illinois, Um because parents found flyers for the satanic temple after school club, these Satan clubs. Okay. And parents were concerned, like what is going on? But here's something I'm going to say this, and then we'll run the clip just so that you can hear. Um, Parents need to understand that these satanic after school clubs are intentionally popping up in schools where there is a Christian school club. So wherever mm-hmm. there is a Christian presence, mm-hmm. the satanic temple sees it as their personal mission to be in that school. <laughs> it's like McDonald's and Burger King. You know, I thought about that as I was <laughs> as I was on their website. I was on the satanic temple's <laughs> website. Boy, I tell you the things I do for you people. And I, I'm, I'm reading their mission statement and reading their tenets and trying mm-hmm. to understand where these people are coming from, which... I mean, I think I do, you know what I mean? Um, but trying to understand what they're hiding behind as well, because there is, there's a lot of deception in it. Mm. Uh, but that's, that's exactly the thought that I got. Like, you don't have to do the research about where your audience is. Just find out where your competition is, mm-hmm. if you will, and then just kind of build there. And that's exactly what they're doing in our schools. And, man, I just want to say this before we run this clip here. Um, we might need to do it after the break. Should we do Okay, well, then, good. It'll give me time to kind of unpack the thought that I'm having right mm-hmm. now. We say so often that our kids are under attack and and I I think I think that parents understand that. I think that grandparents understand that. But when you take a step back and you say, okay, the satanic after school clubs are popping up in schools all across this country and doing so quietly. They're just researching to figure out where the Christian clubs are. In particular, the good news clubs. They want to find out where the good news clubs are. Mm -hmm. And then they want to start clubs. And here's the thing that you need to know. The Satanic Temple has what they call congregations all across this country. They call them congregations? They Hmm. call them congregations. Hmm. On their website, there there are tools that you can use to find a congregation near you. Mm -hmm. And you have to believe and you have to know that from these congregations, they are picking their school liaisons between Mm. them and your young people, your young people. All right, we'll take the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We will be right back. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Again, just trying to encourage you um, to just show up for your kids, like to recognize mm-hmm. 
that we have had a consistent and persistent hemorrhage uh, in the church, right? Losing the next generation, like not recognizing um, the the onslaught of the culture, not recognizing these real attacks that our kids face and, and really underestimating the amount of time and the work that we are putting in. I'm mm. not quick to say that parents and grandparents are not doing the work, but here is what I am quick to say. And, and I look, you know, I never want to... Um, Offend people unnecessary, but mm-hmm. here is what I am quick to say: it's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough because when you look at what is going on, the 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 attacks that our kids are immersed in, they live on hostile territory. Like they they live in the midst of a culture that is um is is overwhelmingly hostile to God. Right? When you, you think about where our kids are doing the vast majority <laughs> of their business, if you will, uh, it's it's on the territory of the enemy. Mm. Right. And so what I'm saying here, humbly, but with with great confidence, you're not doing enough because there's too much time that our kids have to be inundated with conflicting messages of who God is or Mm. even that he is. Mm. And I'm going to we're going to I want to run this clip here and then I want to come back and talk about what these satanic after school clubs are doing, Mm -hmm. how they are following the good news clubs. They are following the good news clubs and saying, hey, you know, we really don't care to be in schools. Like, we don't really care about that. Um, But we do care that the Christian clubs are there. (laughs) And so in as much as they get to be there, then we we get to be there. And so if your if your school has a Christian club, then that might be your first step into investigating whether or not there is an after school Satan club there as well. And you might do you might do well to just ask some questions and find out if your kid has even expressed interest in this. If your kid is friends with people who have expressed interest in this club and is a a member or a participant in this club. Yeah, you got to be so proactive, like you, you can't just, you know, be laid back about about these things because these things are happening and your your children may not be telling you, so you have to ask ask some questions. You know, yes. find out what's going on. I just wanted to mention that we are uh, receiving listener stories, yes, uh, gathering stories now to play during our charathon, our spring charathon, and we'd like to hear from you. Has the Lord used American Family Radio in your life? Have we been there or given the right thought at just the right time? Please share your story. You can call eight seven seven eight seven six eight eight nine three. That's eight seven seven. Eight seven six eight eight nine three, and you'll just share a one or two minute, uh, just a voicemail, and we'll take that. And you may hear yourself on our charathon. So eight seven seven eight seven six eight eight nine three. So permission slips popped up last year in the lobby of a school by the name of Jane Adams Elementary School, elementary school in hmm. Moline, Illinois. Yes, that appeared <laughs> to invite students to join something called the After School Satan Club. Parents thought maybe. It was a joke. Maybe it was not real. But uh, according to this news article, it turned out to be a real offer to join a real club. Uh, the After School Satanic Club is a real nationwide club founded by members of the Satanic Temple who offer it to schools that have after school clubs offered by religious organizations such as the Child Evangelism Fellowship. Listen to this clip. 
The after-school Satan Club, ran by the Satanic Temple, a religion recognized by the United States government, was formed as an alternative to after-school programs that are religion-based, such as the Good News Club, also offered at Jane Addams Elementary, ran by an organization called Child Evangelism Fellowship that says it offers an after-school program dedicated to spreading the gospel. And we partner with local churches and other individuals to go into schools, usually one day a week, and just have a fun time uh, with elementary-age kids. Um, teaching them Bible lessons, playing games. This was a subject of tension in the early 2000s when a school called Milford Central in New York argued that the program violated its community use policy by practicing worship in its building. The case was taken to Supreme Court, where judges ruled in 2001 that not allowing the club to organize at the school was unconstitutional on the basis that the school is a public forum, an institution where ideas should be discussed, and restricting any program on its ideas would go against the freedom of speech. But by ruling the Good News Club to be allowed into schools, it opened the door for every religion to form its own program, which is at the heart of the after-school Satan Club's intentions. It is only in schools that have a current religious club being offered. And we're not a religious indoctrination program, nor do we teach about religion or offer religious opinions. Leaders of the club say that Satan is a symbol, a metaphor that they use and not an actual deity they worship. They say the school program is meant to help kids who are unable to go straight home after school feel safe in an environment that isn't religious. What would be the ultimate outcome for the after school Satan Club? Seeing how our curriculum works to help enrich the uh, educational uh, outcomes of, of the kids in the school district. Now that hmm. last voice is um, the co-founder and the president of the Satanic Temple, uh, Lucian Greaves. <laughs> and look, I'm, I'm not making that up. Look, all right, I'm just I, saying. I'm thinking they're saying that this is just a symbol. We're not trying to. I'm thinking the Bible says that the devil is a liar. So <laughs> right, you guys right. are right. representing him and having a club in in the name of Satan. Yeah. Why should we believe that your motives are what they are? We shouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. And, and so I want to point something out, and I understand that this is going to be upsetting, but we always want to drill down deeper than what meets the eye, right? So a couple of things. I want to talk about the mission of these satanic clubs as they're popping up across the country. All of these things, by the way, parents and grandparents are working against your best effort to pass on the gospel intact to your kids. Okay, that's all. I just want to say that point blank, just as a matter of fact, that these things, as stated, are in direct opposition and direct competition for the hearts and the minds and the conviction of our kids all across the country, point blank, full stop. It's not even a question whether or not they're trying to, you know, compete. They are. And that's exactly what they're saying. But I, I want to read this to you. So this is directly from the Satanic Temple's website um, as it pertains to their after school Satan clubs. OK, oh my right. So I want I want to read to you their their mission and what their conviction is. But then I kind of want to turn, you know, a little bit away from the Satanic Club. And I want to look at the mission as stated on the Satanic Club's website. And then just ask a question here. So just just bear with me for a second. OK, so here we go. This is under their tab, their after school Satan Club. All right. Uh, educating. Educating with Satan. That's that's what, what it is. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Educating with Satan. The after school Satan Club. <laughs> does not believe in introducing religion into public schools and will only open a club if other religious groups are operating on campus. The after-school Satan Club exists to provide a safe 
an inclusive alternative to the religious clubs that that um, that use threats of eternal damnation to convert school children to their belief system. Hmm. Unlike our counterparts, we publicly measure their success in young children's uh, who publicly measure their success in young children's quotes professions of faith. The after school Satan club program focuses on science critical thinking, Mm. creative arts, and good works for the community. While engaged in all of these activities, we want club goers to have a good time. Let me pause for a second here (laughs) and say this. So what the After School Satan Club is saying is that while we are officially recognized as a religion, we are religiously neutral. How does that work? Like, how does that work? Okay, that's that's one thing. So you put that in, in one hat. Okay. And then in the other hat, you have this, this, um, this lie that continues to be propagated by the public education system, that it is a neutral education system. It's not. The public edu- education system is not a neutral education system. It does not. Be- it does not begin with the quote unquote equal footing of all religious conviction. Right. It begins with the stated conviction that God is irrelevant here as a source of knowledge. If if we even believe that he exists. Right. What we can know about God, we can know or what we can know about the world. Let me say secular humanism. What we can know about the world, we can know through science. We can know through um, analyzing the world around us and thinking critically. Now, I'm just telling you what a generic education offers you. But doesn't it sound very similar to what the <laughs> Satanic Temple Club is saying? Mm. Like in a, in a generic sense, it's, it's your kids come here five days a week. And so here is what we ask our kids to do. Now, I want you to think about this. Here is what we ask our kids to do for five days a week. And if they're involved in after school activities, we know even for some of our kids, if they're involved in sports, we don't even want their coaches praying on the field. So we're very hostile to Christianity, very hostile to Christianity. But for five days a week, we ask our kids to come for like what, seven, eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. And we tell them that, that Jesus, we tell them that the creator God is sort of like um, like Tylenol or like some sort of, you know, drug that you it has to be confiscated. You can't have this with you in school. You 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 cannot be a Christian in all of the ways we understand Christians to live their faith. It is not just something that we espouse. It's not just something that we say we are. It is who we are. So it permeates all of the ways that we learn. It permeates all of the ways that we think about the world. But we, we, we send our kids into a system that says, but not here, but not here. So I want you to think about that over the course of their academic history or their academic lives. What have we told our kids repeatedly? And with one sustained note, we have said, make less of God here. Because there's no place for him. Now, you can pick him up on the weekends. If your church gets together on a Wednesday night, you can pick him up there. But when you come through these doors, you belong to our faith, which says there isn't any. 
It's all just science. It's all just what we can put our hands on. It's all just what we can touch. So this is very similar, in my opinion, very similar to the satanic after school club. I don't see a difference except that they attach their mission to it, you know, on their website. Now, not as it pertains to the kids on their website. All right. They have ministers. They have congregations. They say that Satan is a metaphor. Um, which is exactly if if I'm the enemy of your soul, I want you to think, oh, I'm not real, though. You know, I mean, that's I mean, I come on. Right. Like we we are not unaware right. of the schemes of the evil one. Right. So, again, they say that they are not interested in proselytizing your kids. They're not interested in converting children to Satanism. <laughs> so. So why Satanism then? Right. Right. What's like, so, point? so, so why the satanic temple and for right. our listeners who are old enough to, to know that they're to know of the, the church of Satan, the satanic temple wants to make sure that you understand that they are actually distinct from the church of Satan. And here's why, because the, the church of Satan is antiquated, outdated and irrelevant. So in other words, it's just, we've brought the church of Satan into 21st century mm. America. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's the same old yeah. of old. Really? Okay. But for today. Now you say, I'm not interested in proselytizing, but you are, you are making disciples. You are making young people where, whose thoughts, whose emotions are changed, are, are rewired, right? To question the things that their parents are passing down to them. Now, look, I want to say this because we have these kinds of conversations all the time. The questions are not a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. We, our faith is a real faith. Amen. It is a, it is a real faith with evidence, Amen. with evidence. So we can handle the questions, but can I say this? And, and I want to say this very carefully. When you recognize that in all of the environments in which our kids exist, when we talk about across media, we talk about how they're educated. We talk about um, them simply being involved in sports and whether or not and excuse the way that I'm going to say this, whether or not God gets to be present, all right? What we are saying to our kids is that what we tell you is most important, you should believe, but pay no attention to what we do, Mm. right? So we tell you that Jesus is the most important person in your life. We tell you that your faith is of utmost importance. We we tell you that what we believe is, is eternal life. Right. But then at the same time, we say, but it's not so important that you need to think about it while you're in school. It's not so important that you need to think about it when you filter math lessons. Mm. Like God is not in math. He's not in science. He's not in literature. Like we don't need to think about him here. And so why am I saying all of this? I'm saying this because this provides a clear entry point for the satanic club to just kind of join in and just continue the work. So now you go from the eight hours or the seven hours during the day, and then you've got the after school club. Wow. I, I, you know, obviously as a Christian, the good news club desperately needs to be there. The satanic after school club, in my opinion, is redundant. <laughs> I think what they are pushing is already pushed all throughout the regular learning hours. Wow. I, I do not think that they are offering anything new or, you know, cool and trendy. I think that. That is redundant, actually. I think for the Good News Club to be in our schools, I think that is something new and different. 
That is something that is of necessity. That is something that is life-changing for our children. The Satanic Club is just more of the same with a more obvious name. All right, Aaron the Addisons will open the phone lines when we get back. American Family Radio, stay right there. back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Path of Revelation with Believers. Let me say something. We are talking about um, redundant clubs, <laughs> clubs that are <laughs> unnecessary at school, the satanic after-school club. Um, I would say what it, what it asserts mm-hmm. that it teaches or that its desires are would be no different from the stated goals and objectives of the public school system today, of the mm. government school system. It's just we want kids to have just a generic, neutral, well, godless, um, just a godless yeah. education. That's 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 the thing. It's like no, we and and everything is really set up in in such a way so as to remove God from all of the instruction, all of the the influence over kids in today's current school context. I mean, mm. that's just undeniable. But where the satanic club steps in is the satanic club actually kind of, you know, I, I would I would imagine that most people would be like, shh, stop, shh, no, like don't. But but they're just stating their goals <laughs> and which mirror um, today's public school education goals. Right. Um, if your kid if your kid holds on to the faith, um, will allow it. But we will secure a place maybe in higher education or continuing education. Like there's there's always the final baptism before you are useful in society. The Satanic Club. Let me give the number 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. The mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy. Now, I'm reading this to you for a reason. OK, and, and I want to see if you can if you can um, if you can spot it. I I. I think you can learn a lot about some people's partnerships and some of the things that um, that they espouse, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so here we go. The mission of the Satanic Temple, which backs the after-school Satan clubs, okay, uh, is to encourage benevolence and empathy, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. Now, in in that kind of about us, in that mission there, you really get the sense that some of the major conversations that we're having today in this country, mm-hmm. all right, they have a common, like, uh, link. <laughs> There's a common link. Now, the Bible tells us that the wicked cannot understand justice. Right. 
And yet they seem to be the loudest voices talking about justice or talking about injustice. But the Bible tells us only the righteous can understand this. Mm. Only the only those who know God can understand justice. And this is not just to, to be able to to um, to observe what is right and what is wrong. Right. We you man is without excuse. Right. But you see, justice is the character of God. God is just. Amen. So this idea of knowing who God is to be able to rightly define justice, you have to know the one who is just, not who does justly. Yes, he does justly, but he is just. Now, also, you've got the satanic club that's calling for empathy. Why? Why does the satanic club or why does the satanic temple issue calls for empathy? We talked about this before. It is the feeling without offering any response. It is just, mm. I will, guys, if we, if we could understand these things and the, the huge spiritual components that are present, we would war better. We would war better. It's just like I said, and we'll go to the phone lines after this. When you've got the witches holding a seance, when you've got the <laughs> witches casting spells against a presidential candidate, that that could tell us a lot about right. what we do you understand what I'm saying? Like right. it's, you know, so anyway, all right. 888-589-8840. Will the great, where are we headed? All right. Let's go to Anthony, Mississippi. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. How y'all doing today? Long time. No talk hey. to y'all. God, God bless you. <laughs> y'all, y'all, God bless y'all. Y'all are hitting on something hard here, but I want to put this out. Scripture tells us, that every believer is to grow in the knowledge and the wisdom of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the teacher. Mm-hmm. And if we don't ask God to give us our daily feeling of the Spirit and trust Him, Mm-hmm. As he lead and guide us in understanding what's around us, our children and us mm. are going to have a problem. Because remember, God put the learning of the children on the fathers. Mm-hmm. The mother's help, but it's the fathers that's supposed to give them their teaching. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing that, God's going to hold them responsible for how their children turn out because they failed to do their job. Do so you want to say Ephesians 6? Uh, actually, I got it out of the book of John, one of the epistles of John I was reading the other day, and that's what our church is doing now, letting our members know and those in our community know, unless you depend on the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in all truth of God, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, what I was doing, Brother Anthony, I appreciate your calling. Thank you you so much. I was giving a scriptural context for your right encouragement that fathers have a responsibility in training their kids in godliness and and, uh, retaining the knowledge of who God is for our for our children. Parents are tasked with that. The Mm -hmm. fathers specifically have uh, an undeniable role in that. So Mm -hmm. I was going back from Old Testament to New Testament. I think it's so important to show uh, that God is consistent 
and what he expects of families. The gospel proliferates in families in the Old Testament. It's the knowledge of God in the New Testament. It's Jesus Christ and the sufficiency of his sacrifice. It's the growth and 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 the spread of the church. And this happens first in the context of, of the family. But this this is also laid out in the Old Testament as well. So yeah. the Lord God is consistent. Thank you so and much, Brother Anthony, for your call. He makes a great, great point about us as believers asking the Lord to, to fill us each day with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit would fill us for the things that we come in contact with every day so, we, 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 so that we are led by the Spirit, you know. Amen. And he is the teacher, you know. Amen. And so, uh, amen for that, Brother Anthony. Uh, I'm total agreement. All right. Let's see. Let's go to Lisa in Arkansas. Hi, Lisa. Hi there. I wanted to say that I was a volunteer with uh, Good News Club for several years here in mm. my town and until the public school um, tried to shut us down. They wanted to move us from when school let out to coming back at 6 p.m. And we ended up going to the churches asking to help, you know, fight that with the lawsuit. And they refused. But the national organization, um, Child Evangelism Fellowship, Mm-hmm. did file that suit, and we were able to stay in the schools at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's frustrating, one of the, the local districts here, different from the one that I was mentioning, has started a lot of Bible clubs just next door to campuses, and they have open campuses. And we actually have a couple of state legislators that um, teach Bible study in a private home that's next door to the school. And uh, I just think there's an opportunity for all of our churches to be not only supportive of our rights, like you talked about with the Arizona Christian Academy or mm-hmm. Christian school this university. week. Mm-hmm. Um, university, right. And, and so much we are just abdicating that role in society, and it's being filled by Satan, which is not surprising to us. But if we were to use their tactics, like they say they're responding to the Good News Club, I wonder with um, if there would be an opportunity for like a MNPT club, the monogamous, natural, pure, traditional <laughs> club in schools, since there's so many of the LGBT clubs, wow. um, if, if we don't start, start coming at it from a different angle. But really, I guess my challenge is for churches to understand their role and, and parents. Y'all are so good about reminding us of, of that privilege. But, but also so much the churches just don't want to you know, seem, I'm using air quotes, hateful or unloving. Right. And so they don't yeah. even stand on their own legal right. And that's mm-hmm. where that void is being filled by, by evil. So mm. anyway, I'll hang. No, that's a, you're but, making some great points. You, and, and, and actually you kind of got my, my wheels kind of spinning there just a little bit when you talked about, you know, being responsive um, because sometimes we, we are not, proactive enough as proactive as we should be the holy spirit enables us to be proactive and not always reacting to what's going on but when we miss it though we do have an opportunity to respond we do have an opportunity to react and Mm -hmm. you know maybe that's worth exploration there lisa you're you're making some grand points i want to say i believe that parents and the reason we talk so much just to the point that you're making about churches because I, I believe that we've got to be active in our local congregations, that we've got to be doing the work that the Lord equips us to do um, by the Holy Spirit. And then also what we learn when we gather, like the church is for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. This is uh, this is in the Bible. This is Ephesians chapter four. I want to say Ephesians chapter four, I think verse 12. Quote me, double check me on that. Right. <laughs> Striving for accuracy. Um 
but I want to say this. I, I 100% believe that as you look through scripture, you see that the first line of defense for children has always been the parents. It's always been the parents. So I think it's going to be the parents responsibility, the Mm. parents responsibility to even in our local congregations to say, Hey, what are we going to do? I've got kids in this school here. This is the kind of material that's being disseminated. This is the kind of club that's being set up. Mm -hmm. Um, I need backup. I need reinforcement. So it's still the parent who has first and direct access to the child and then saying, okay, down at my local congregation here, I, I want to talk to other parents about this, guys. How can we rally up? How, yeah. how can we pool our efforts and, and, and find the strength and the numbers that we have and then show up? And I think that's the way you get the ball rolling. Right. But it's got to first right. start inside our homes mm-hmm. with an awareness of what's going on with our children. Parents, listen to me well. Satan has succeeded in so many of our children's lives, not because he's like, you know, more clever and more calculated than you. But sometimes, sometimes it is because you just don't show up. Like it's like, not that you don't have or couldn't have a strategy, especially as a believer because the Holy spirit indwells you, Mm -hmm. but it's that we're just checked out. Like we, we just assume that the kids are okay. Like it's, I guess what I'm trying to say and what these, what I'm seeking to do with these types of programs is to say the kids are not okay. When we look at what's going on with the CDC, we look at the emotional state of our daughters. Why are we talking about these things? It's all an attempt, at least on my part, it's an attempt to say, hey, Christians who love Jesus and have children growing up in this culture, they're not okay. And to their detriment, do we assume that they are? Mm. That's that's what I'm saying. All right. Will the Great, back to the phone lines. Where do we go? All right. Let's go to Tara in Indiana. Hi, Tara. Hi. How are you guys? Doing good. Good. I just want to start out by saying I just really appreciate you both and your passion for every topic that you talk about. Um, here in my small county, on one side, the west side, um, they have rallied together and just really um, worked hard and got a LifeWise Academy going um, next to the school. It is a Christian, like a biblical character building program Mm -hmm. where parents voluntarily sign their children up. And during like library time, the kids go to who are signed up, go over and they learn about Jesus and the gospel and biblical characteristics. Mm, That's wonderful. It's an amazing opportunity to have that for anybody who... I mean, the response that they got, the percent of children signed up at the beginning of the year to the end of the year was just astonishing Mm. to see how many parents were doing that. In the same county on the other side, there is a wonderful group of people that are trying so hard and fighting so hard to get that same thing going in another school. And teachers who claim to know God and love God are like, but there's just not room for him in my school. And it is just so sad to hear that and see that. And and I've called in before, and um, when you guys were talking about conscious discipline and stuff, and that is a program that the other school, they have, like, all their eggs in one basket on that program, and they are, it just seems to be they're so dedicated to that that there just is no room for Jesus. And I think we're just so thankful for your willingness to talk about all of this and to lay it out and hopefully 
people are learning these things and figuring this stuff out and yeah. you know what it is and what's going on in schools and being aware and standing up and being involved. Tara, thank you so much. I appreciate not only your encouragement, but also that practical testimony that you just shared. Listen, we have tools and we have resources. And I don't just I don't just say because it makes for a good T-shirt, greater is he who's in me than he who's in the world. Like I say that because I believe it, because that's a fact. And so if parents who love Jesus, who are saved, who are redeemed, who are converted, then there is a fact of that conversion that the Holy Spirit indwells you, <clears throat> excuse me, and empowers you for every work that you've got to carry out, which yes. includes parenting, yes, which includes showing up at the school where your kids are enrolled for their benefit. Let us take advantage of that. All right, we're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.